I went to 12 years of Catholic school in St. Louis. It was great, but it also created a world that when I left that bubble was quite different. Like, for instance, I went to an all-boys high school, and so when I went to college and there were girls in the class, that was, that was awesome, but it was a big change. But the one thing that's kind of always affected my worldview, especially around Lent, was my Catholic education and how every year we would spend the weeks leading up to Ash Wednesday talking about what we were going to give up for Lent. In fact, we even ritualized this some years in my Catholic grade school. You'd write on a little piece of paper what you were giving up for Lent, and then they'd take all those and put them before the altar at Ash Wednesday Mass. But the one thing, not just that we were going to give something up, but that we had to give something up, and that we had to persevere. And this kind of, in a sense, warped my worldview around Lent, because In college, I remember on Thursday after Ash Wednesday, my sophomore year of college, I was walking from, I went to a small college, so we only had one dining hall, and as you walk from where you got your rest of your food, there was the dessert area, and I had given up sweets for Lent, and there was my favorite cookie in the whole wide world, right there on the corner. And I waged a heroic battle within myself, and I walked back to my table with my friends without a cookie on my plate. I had won, but then within a matter of hours, I was immersed in sin. Friends, when we look at Lent, we have to look at it not from the battle of, I'm going to give something up, but the battle for the human heart. There is a war raging for your heart and for my heart. Our hearts ache, they yearn to be known, to be seen, to be cherished beyond all measure. And oftentimes and so easily, we allow our hearts to be ensnared and enslaved by passing things. We seek those things that will only create a greater ache, a greater thirst in our hearts. And the season of Lent is God's way of challenging us, of calling us, of reminding us that He loves us and that He desires more than anything our hearts. And as St. Augustine tells us on the first page of his confessions, our hearts are restless until they rest in you, O God. Not only has this battle been raging since the dawn of humanity, but we also must remember during Lent that that battle has been won by the valiant effort of Christ Jesus. It's not just some ephemeral, you know, angelic battle. God came into this world, took on our humanity, went to the cross, and rose from the dead to win your heart. And He is inviting you in this Lenten season to walk with Him. As the prophet Joel tells us in that first reading, to rend your hearts, not your garments. To put it in simple terms, if at the end of Lent you haven't eaten that sweet or haven't haven't done that one thing that you gave up, in one way praise God, but if it doesn't change your heart, it is in vain. The Lord desires to lift you up, to raise you up, to change and to transform every aspect 
of your life. And today we begin that journey of intentionally walking with Him, of offering Him our hearts. Yes, in the things of which we deprive ourselves, those fastings that we do, but just as importantly, in our prayer. Do we speak to the Lord? And is that, is that going to be a goal of our Lent? To be as intimate and close to the Lord, even more so than we are with our best friends. And to use what we have in almsgiving to serve those in need. The Lord desires your hearts today, brothers and sisters. He wants you. No matter where you are, no matter what you've done, no matter if you're coming to Mass every day or this is the first time you've been here in a long time, the Lord loves you. All of this is for you. Our priesthood, it's not about us. We've known the love of God and all we desire is to share that with you. The people who are here love you. You are unrepeatable and necessary. The Lord has come so that you might be free and that your hearts might be fulfilled. Now is that acceptable time. Now is that time to come back to the Lord's mercy and confession. Now is that time to commit to daily prayer, to join a Bible study, to get more involved in your faith, to serve the poor with intentionality and sacrifice. Now is the acceptable time. And it doesn't matter if anyone knows or doesn't know. As Jesus said in the Gospel, the Lord who knows in secret will repay you in secret. And where does that happen? In our hearts. In our hearts. Now is that time. Give Jesus your heart. As we celebrate the rest of Mass today, I just want to encourage you to take all of those burdens, all of those aches, all of those things in your life that you, to which you are ensnared or enslaved, those things that are holding you back from being the best possible person, those needs to forgive, those needs to ask forgiveness. And I want you to place your whole heart on the altar, on the bread and on the wine. And I want you to believe and I want you to pray that God will transform your heart as he does that bread and the wine into his body and blood. Because he does desire that and he wills that. This is the season for that renewal. Now is the time.